strength It's a sword of power Sword is power Dragon and earth Soaring through the sky Spread your wings Super, Moses had just saved the Israelites from slavery in Egypt, leading them to 40 years in the desert. But how did it go after that? Pretty good? I haven't checked in in a while. Let's find out this week on Falling Out Super. Are you saying that when they wander around the desert, that's their snake way? I'm not saying anything. I think that the announcer is <laughs> saying that. Well, I'm just here for the show. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Ballin' Out Super! Same show, exactly the same. The same way we've been doing it for four years. Nothing different here, homies. I'm your host, Katie Rosalie. On with me is number one podcast homie, Alex Patak. Hey, podcast homies, it's freaking Hanukkah. Ooh, mazel tov, my bitches. And uh, <laughs> our not Jeremy of the week. Oh, my God, there's a cat. Uh, it's friend of the show and the only other person that wished me happy Hanukkah besides my dad, David Spector. Shalom! <laughs> Shalom! Yes, that's right. We got a Jewish... Power Hour here tonight right. on Ballin' Out Super Alex by Marriage because we know it's a matriarchy and his wife is a very powerful and connected woman. I've acquired many Jewish lands. David with hair. He's got that on lock, those beautiful curly locks. And me and neurosis and extreme uh, bowel issues. <laughs> is, is a Jewish Power Hour when you have menorahs on both of your hands? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's when you, um, it's when you have to uh, shotgun an entire bottle of Manischewitz while feeling really guilty about it. I just, I realized I confused that with Edward Forty Hands, and that I brought up Edward Forty Hands every week for the last three weeks. So I will not bring it up. Edward Forty <laughs> Days and Forty Nights. Imagine that. That's a long time. For those of you. For some reason, did not listen to last week's episode in which Jeremy told us he had died. Um, <laughs> Jeremy uh, finally brought home his baby, which is great news. And he's going to not be able to be on the show for a little bit because uh, he, he lives in a very small railroad style apartment. And it does uh, podcasting is not conducive to new he's baby. On, he's on podternity leave. But I would like to make some stuff clear. Uh, he made it sound like he was A, leaving forever, B, dying, C. What's C? I don't know. I'm just saying <laughs> it was needlessly dire exiting, and I, I wish he had ran that message by us first. <laughs> People want content that makes you cry. Jeremy yeah. That's gave, why they're turning on the phone. Jeremy gave a speech that was almost identical to Conan's last night on The Tonight Show. 
<laughs> it was always my dream to host Ball It Out Super. <laughs> hey, David, what uh, mic is your input coming from? It sounds like you're the external bro right now. No, he's got the crazy, like, it's like a full room oh, okay. dealio. I mean, I could, hold on, maybe I should just check to make sure, but... I mean, it also doesn't super matter. Why would we up the quality What's it say? now? Tell the, tell the listeners what it says. All right, so I have microphone USB, and then there's external microphone microphone port. Is this better? I no, it's know. worse. Yeah. Okay, so it's definitely microphone now. USB. This is good. I'm full it's of definitely shit. microphone. I'm and if you're listening at home right now, it's microphone USB for you when you do this later. I'm sorry, Alex. And I also, <laughs> I just want to say real quick, you guys are being really cool about the whole Jeremy's baby story you came up with, but... I'll tell your listeners the truth. Jeremy was running a really toxic David. work environment, and he had David. to go. David. Stop shedding light into David. our dark hearts. We settled out of court. <laughs> we can't sign the papers. We can't talk about the toxic balling out super offices and its mandatory train rides. I would love a court agreement that ends in... You just have to leave the podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it seems like all the drama's coming from the podcast. You gotta just le- let sleeping dogs lie. <laughs> now this is an opportunity for us because now that you know all the masculine energy is gone, we can talk <laughs> about girl stuff. Yeah, that's right. Welcome to Carol's Dallas talk. Everything <laughs> Dallas. I was surprised. I was surprised when you had me watch an episode of Bob Absahola to review on this podcast, but let's see how it goes. Yeah, bro. David, you have a real knack for putting words together I've never heard combined <laughs> in the sentence before. You don't know it's the Kevin, really impressive. You don't know the Kevin James show, Bob Absahola, which is advertised. Is this a current on, show? What's up? Is this a current show? It's a current show. If you want to learn about it, you could go on any bus in New York City and see an advertisement. Wow, it's so. I thought up? it was Kevin Can't Wait was his current show. <laughs> Yeah, he's on a roof and his wife's a bitch or something. I, th- I haven't seen it. I think he stopped doing that show to pursue his passion project, Bob Absahola. <laughs> it was cancel culture got to Kevin can't wait. Can you imagine how powerful it must be to be Kevin James? You could just keep pumping out oh, garbage after garbage soup and you're just like, but what if I'd made... Kevin Absalola, and they're like, great. It's Bob Absalola. Oh, whatever. Say his name. (laughs) Bob. Now, he's got one of those faces where he just, like, he just soaks up the stage time, you know? Like, he's just on screen, and things don't have to happen anymore. (laughs) He is the king of queens. Um, that comment about the, the cancel culture thing, though, uh, reminds me of a movie I watched this week, which oh. is um, As Good As It Gets. Have any of you seen that? No. With, uh, with Jack Nicholson. Nicholson and Diane Keaton? It's like a 90s classic, I guess, but like... Wait, which I'm... one is that? Is that where they're old? 
Yeah, they're old, and, and a he's playwright. a racist, and no one can stand him. And then, okay, that's I'm good obsessed later. with this movie. <laughs> I've never been more prepared to have a conversation with you, Alex Patek. This is the one where she's a playwright, and then Keanu Reeves is in it too, right? No, no. What movie is that? The Matrix. All right, hold on. Yeah, you're thinking of the Matrix, Katie. I'm There's not. a sequel hold coming on. out. Take the blue pill and discuss Bob Absahola. <laughs> <laughs> no, th- this movie was just weird because it's billed as a comedy oh. and there's only dramatic actors in it and everybody still likes it and it's one of those things you watch and you're like if people like this and this is good i am not a human being was this- i don't know what is good for humans was this a james l brooks movie by any chance no, it was more of a Bob. I got it confused with something's gotta give. Forgive me, mm. but that's you know similar title vibe. I've actually never seen as good as it gets, but it's one of those movies that like haunts the corners of your like suggested movies for years on end. Oh yeah, there it's was lurking. A, about a decade where Netflix was trying to get me to watch Swingers, and now it's as good. As Did it you gets. do it? No. Come on, Katie. You love swinging. You're so money. No, I do not. You don't even <laughs> you love swinging. <laughs> Alex, You're me... so money, Katie. So tell me what the fuck As Good As It Gets is about. Okay, so I've already gotten to it a little bit. So uh, what it is is there's a few really annoying things about it. It's like, it, you know how adult contemporary is a genre of music? That's yes. like for rockers who are tired. Um, it's like that, but for comedies. And uh, Jack Nicholson plays an author mm. who uh, has like OCD and race theories. <laughs> and he like goes to the same diner every day and tells Jews to get out of his table and stuff. <laughs> and then uh, he has like a million dollars and his gay neighbor is... Um, Greg Kinnear. It's Greg Kinnear. Greg Kinnear. Is his uh, famous gay neighbor. I, you got to respect them putting him in for that because there's no way they could have gotten a gay actor from New York to fill the role. Mm. He's uh, he's the best. They, it, he was as good as it gets. And uh, <laughs> he gets uh, beat up by his uh, his naked models. And then Jack Nicholson has to take care of his dog. It is a James... It's this James actually sounds Bell like Brooks. a good movie. No, you're wrong. You're l- wrong like the rest of the world. <laughs> I do like this thing that happens where people are nostalgic for certain pieces of 90s like film and TV, mm. and then you go back and watch, and you're like, wow, this is so homophobic. <laughs> it's so upsetting. Well, it's not even that. I mean, it is homophobic, but it just has no redeeming qualities to it like it's not structurally good it's not funny and it is a comedy which you know that's that's probably like a hundred percent the worst thing you can be as a comedy is not funny uh, whenever <laughs> alex whenever alex encounters bigotry his first response is where are the redeeming qualities where are the redeeming <laughs> i want to overlook this i'm begging to it's the 90s well alex I know that you had a problem with that trend in uh, television comedies for a while where they're like, what if this television comedy actually was just a drama? This is like the precursor to that. This is exactly what it is, Katie. You've cut to the core of it. Yeah. I'm getting mad as hell. Oh, this man. is BoJack as good as it gets, man. 
This is Bojack as good as it gets, man. <laughs> you can't yes and something that's already at the top <laughs> of its own concept. <laughs> I wrote down some girl stuff we could talk about. Okay. Mm. Yes. Being jealous of Taylor Swift. Are people jealous of Taylor Swift? They're all jealous of her. I just don't like her face. Yeah, but let's explore that. Okay. <laughs> I think she looks pinched and she I don't and I think she's very white like her music has no soul so I don't like it. It is she does have a face that's like you took like uh your custom character and put it all in the middle. Right? And then also she took a while to speak out on racism and was just like low key an Aryan princess for a while. So like oh, I yeah, don't yeah, yeah, trust yeah. her. She was a real I don't trust her. She's a thief. She, she also does gay face where you like you like bait gay people for their money like the basic gays but then you don't actually do anything for gay people other than make bad pop music and I just don't fuck with that. That lady's stealing money from gays. I do not trust her. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, sincere I have sincere opinions on pop music. So I just uh, like that Alex was David like- does too. David, I just, let me have it. I just like that Alex was like, all right, we could make this a more feminine-friendly podcast. Taylor Swift, let's talk about her. Her face is fucked up. <laughs> it's weird. She looks like a chipette. <laughs> well, <laughs> she did, She could be a chipette, but I think that I, uh, what a, while you have very valid criticisms, Katie, I do think that she suffers from the same kind of uh, drama Dane Cook gets, which is people just being mad that you see her face everywhere you go. Hmm. I, I don't think that's... Uh, not wrong. Like, there's definitely people that just like hate on her because she's famous, and I think that's a common thing amongst famouses. But I just yes. also, if you're gonna line up all the available pop singers and music for me, she's just very low on my radar. She started out country. I don't fuck with that. Her stuff's kind of generic to me. I just, I, you know, I'd rather take a. But these aren't issues you have with her. Those are issues you have with Swedish men who make her music. Yeah, well, tell those Swedes to fucking pick it up because it's not it's not hitting with me. And her pub like her publicity team sucks. Like every choice she makes is like oh uh, like very cringy. She seems like that. Over- Didn't she do? Isn't this like an emo album or like a uh, like a sad one? I don't know. I didn't even know there was a new album until you're everyone my scout started- on the inside, Katie. What do you mean you don't know? I don't fuck with Taylor Swift. She's not on my radar or any of my friends' radars. Like, we're more into, like, you know, weird electronic music from the UK and shit. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) David, do you have any other thoughts on Taylor Swift? As somebody who is currently uh, scamming several gay people for money, I can't help. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Well, like, I just think she has, like, a very misguided publicity team because they can't ever seem to get it right you know it's always like so close like she just seems like an overachiever girl in high school who is like uh so uppity she annoys everyone but she's also very lonely oh Uh, yeah like there was that thing a couple years ago where she's like these are all my best friends i bring on stage they're a model and another girl and they're like all of taylor swift's on stage friends hate her i'm like yeah because they were paid by an agency to be there 
You gotta wonder what the basis of that friendship is, aside from raising the roof with your big T-dog. <laughs> oh, I know I'm... somebody who dated her in elementary school. I don't think that's a thing. Well, not like a real, but he was, when they went to elementary <laughs> school real. together, she was like his kid girlfriend. So that, it's all his fault, you're saying? Yeah, yeah. He set her down the course of, uh... <laughs> Are any of the songs about him? Uh, I, I would be shocked if that were true. But on the other hand, sure. <laughs> yeah, the hit song, David's Friend. You're not going <laughs> to believe who that's about. <laughs> All right. Well, I feel like we've milked that one. Next topic, The Moon. Oh, so she does have a new album. Okay, well, now I know. <laughs> well, now you know. And that's what this is all the about. Moon? The moon. Alex, I love uh, how you're structuring this podcast. You're really like pandering to your fans right now. You've got a 90s movie no one has seen or remembers. <laughs> Taylor Swift. Now, uh It was the Bob Aaronshoff of its time. <laughs> I'm trying to uh appreciate the effort Alex is on uh, on this new era of balling out super. It's strange and scary and we're just out here in the wind. <laughs> Okay, here's a big thing for me. Why isn't there snow? I would like some, mm. and it would make me happy. Instead, I get rain sometimes? That's not what I'm about in December. Well, Alex, in the 90s, when As Good As It Gets come out, there was also a oh, popular movement of pushing against greenhouse admissions. Everyone mm -hmm. was talking about it. The Animaniacs, Bill Nye the Science Guy. They were all like, we have to R-E-C-Y-C-L-E recycle to save the Earth. -E -C -Y -C -L -E. And it turns out nobody did anything because it's no, really mega that. corporations responsible for it, not individuals. So Do you know what they said? Do you know what they said? What? They said this is as good as it gets. Yep. And uh, now we uh, have about 20 years to live. <laughs> <I can't. laughs> You're I was hoping for a big hit with the as good as it gets drop. <laughs> didn't pan out the way I wanted. I told you to go with Bob Absahola, but do you listen to me? No. No. David's here to help, and we just keep denying and denying every branch he gives us. We're just I keep forgetting here. the name. <laughs> you called him like Bob Ashcroft a minute ago. <laughs> Um, okay, here's another thing. Do you think <laughs> okay. Goku still believes in Santa? Because okay. he believes he has childlike wonder, and it doesn't seem like he thinks about these things a lot. This is a really good question, because you know Christmas in Japan's kind of a whole different holiday. I mean, oh, it's still yeah. like Santa Claus hats and stuff, but it's a romantic holiday. It's like, um, it's like Valentine's Day. You're supposed to... Uh, emit your romantic love to people on Christmas. And I don't know how Santa right. plays into that, but I, he's not the same dude out there. Do either. they have mistletoe? I Is Santa so. the mistletoe? Uh, I know that KFC plays into it. Like, it's like you're supposed to buy people KFC chicken. Like, that's a tradition. Like, as in Colonel Sanders' KFC chicken. You know what? That sounds like a better move than what we have with, like, the diamond industry and marriage. You know, in terms of, like, product placement integrated into culture, the chicken on Christmas is not yeah, bad. Yeah, chicken's really good. and Or, like, little cakes. That's why there's, like, a plot point in so many, like, corny school animes that it's Christmas and then a girl gives someone a cake. Because that's, like, a of romantic course. gesture. Oh. See, you guys of aren't course. watching these girls' shows, but I am depressed so <laughs> okay don't snap at me 
It's uh, Hanukkah. What is Hanukkah in Japan? <laughs> I is that what you divorce? Uh, Hanukkah in Japan is called Juden Day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there are You'll Jews. You'll never guess where it was adopted from. <laughs> yeah, I uh, just pointed that out there. I don't think there's m- many Jews in Japan. I've right. seen Stars of David massively misappropriated on clothing items, so that just kind of gives you a <laughs> little I've taste. seen B-Stars, but Stars of David? Folks, Hey-o. it's an anime podcast for Jews. <laughs> <laughs> That's our rebrand, by the way. <laughs> Jonatova, and welcome back. Baruch Hashem for anime and my two extremely sem- uh, Semitic hosts, David Spector and and uh, fucking Goy from another... Boy? J- boy, it's <laughs> Alex. Call me Levi. Alex Herschel Patel. <laughs> You pan to me and David, and we're both lifting Vegeta up in a chair because he's so light and easy to lift. Because he's a short king, or as we say it, a perfectly normal height for a man to be. It's fine, and he makes a lot of money. He make, He's a prince. Vegeta's just a very intense accountant. <laughs> Kakarot, you cannot write this off. He does have the vibe of, like, a really angry ears, nose, and throat specialist. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't want to have him in charge of my, like, care in any kind. Alex, I have a question. Did you make literal bullet points because you were nervous about our first foray without Jer Bear? Oh, we've done a few of these episodes without him, and I always make the bullet points. That's that's. Fair. I've made them when he was here. It's just he bulldozes me every time I try to do them. So oh, it doesn't word. Work. I love that you planned this. Okay, first Taylor's again, as good as it gets. Then Taylor Swift. Then the mood. Then climate change. This is. I'm gonna, pro- results- I'm gonna sit down and put some serious thought into the flow of this podcast. Alex, the are you speak claiming for themselves. that? The moon is conspiring against the Earth, and that Taylor Swift is the only one who can. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is the Earth is for ladies, and that's why I wanted to talk about it. I mean, the, the moon Earth is for is ladies. The Earth is for ladies. You know, you're talking like a true feminist. First wave. Ha ha. I'm uh, feeling the soil. I'm feeling it in my toes. It's funny, speaking of feminists, I love how J.K. Rowling keeps, like, tripling down on being the worst person alive. It's giving me oh, such a chuckle. Oh, did she show chuckle. up this week? Yeah, she she's out here again. Oh, she's talking about bathrooms again. <laughs> she's, she's she probably here. has so many in her house. What's the deal? She's worried that there's a trans just- woman trying to wash her hands in there like a human being. <laughs> Other horror. <laughs> Is it just that, like, if you have eight bathrooms, you can't imagine a scenario where you wouldn't divide them up? I think me... David, please, we need your insight. (laughs) I just think, like, she's so rich, she has to, like, make up problems for herself. So, like, Mm. you know, the same way that, like, Alex is worried about the moon, she's worried about a trans woman... You know, yeah. stabbing her. She's with- about to find out the hard way who makes fandoms. The it's like ninety-five percent cute trans people. <laughs> That's oh, who no. runs forums and makes merch. <laughs> like, 
bitch, who's left? It's not the Christians because they don't believe in sorcery, you devil worshiper. So you devil you worshiper. <laughs> she when has, will you return to to Judaism? She has red hair, so that's a problem, I'm sure, in parts of the UK. <laughs> like, I just, who? What is she the, up to now? Talking shit, being a turf <laughs> with bad hair, I guess. Like, She's I, up to talking shit. Damn, I, know. I know who's not invited to my Hanukkah dinner. Did you guys do anything for Hanukkah? I can't this year because of the deadly plague that has ravaged the planet Earth. Oh, really? Yeah. Which yeah, is, me too. I, I lit candles and said Hebrew very poorly to myself. Mm. Yeah, baby. What about you, Dave? I didn't do anything. To be honest with you, the only reason I remembered it was Hanukkah is because another comedian who is not Jewish wished me a happy Hanukkah. That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> That's passive aggressive as hell. <laughs> I don't like it when they steal our culture. Yeah, they're sneaking like, into our bathrooms. They're stealing our menorahs. That is such a like weird move. It's like, David... You look extremely Jewish. Happy Hanukkah <laughs> for me, a work acquaintance. Like, yeah, she no. meant it as a slur, but it happened to coincide with Hanukkah, so I didn't notice. Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> yeah. It's all in the in how you say it at that point. Oh, you bet. That's no good. <laughs> I was thinking of like who the Jewish Grinch would be, but I guess that's just Hitler, right? That's. Yeah, that is Hitler. <laughs> That's why the Grinch is such an element of concern for us as Christians, is what if we had our own Hitler? Could you imagine? What would that look like? I mean, Hitler did take away all the Jewish presents and, and then some. Yeah. And that- <laughs> if there's one thing that guy liked to do, it was slunk. <laughs> <laughs> he slunk into Poland. He slunk into Czechoslovakia. <laughs> Slunking all over Europe and, all the, and Africa and all the Jews Whoops. in Jewville. Said, <laughs> please take off your shoes. <laughs> they we're forced to move. Um, this is the only thing that because I've been like uh, I told David this before we started, but I've been editing Aaron Brocka Grinch all damn week, like full time, like a like it is my job to do this show that people aren't going to listen to and. Uh, Era Brocka Grinch? Which one? Aaron Brocka Grinch. Which show are you doing this for? This is the second season of Theater of Delights. Okay. Premieres on Wednesday. I've been editing eight hours a day since last Wednesday. Okay. Um, and, I didn't uh, know the title of such a beautiful work of art. It's Erin Brockovich if she had to prove the Grinch is real. Are children being turned orange in the river? By the I can't say. Okay. You'll just have to tune in. But here's my point. Does to carpal tunnel hurt? Yes. yes. That's the point. Because I think, like, I moved to a table today, but I've been having, uh, I've been having feelings. I've been catching feelings in my wrists. Yeah, that's, uh, what that is, homie. Oh, damn. You better get some of those tan, chunky wrist supports you get in the medical supply store. What, like, is it? I just know it's a way to point out nerds. Uh, It's when the little, like, tendons and bones in your wrist start uh not working and dying. I mean, or something. I don't know. It's like this shit in your wrist gets all fucked. It's funny to I imagine a guy to put one doctor. of those on right before he fingers a woman. 
<laughs> Just like oh, the gloves that Jack oh, Nicholson wears in the hit movie, as good as it gets. So disgusting <laughs> to me. <laughs> like, it's like tan. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. It's the Ugh. color that makes it gross. <laughs> yeah. Now, if a man were to finger me with some red gloves, that's just no, Michael gloves, Jackson. No, gloves I got no gripe with. It is the... The wrist support. It, it's the wrist guard <laughs> that I... It, there's something really... Is it the like same a, thing they give you when you break your wrist? Because I've had one of those. Think about what you would wear when you were rollerblading as a kid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I know like about now. more medical grade, so it's like it's like soft foam, and it's like a really ugly color tan. I can't look this up on my computer because it will crash. But I will look it up on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, quick, are you... carry the show so I can look up this wrist guard. Are you styling your hair slicked back now, like you're in the movie Swordfish? <laughs> No, I am. I'm wearing a pony because uh, because uh, otherwise my hair goes in my mouth and I taste my hair all day long. Wow, a lot's changed. <laughs> this is a podcast for Jewish women now, and you have to respect my pony. KRL her daddy. Oh, have you ever heard the Call Her Daddy podcast? That's like the most popular podcast in the world. No. What I listened to it to see what it's all about for the first time because I was like, ah, I don't make any oh, money. Wait. What's it like to make money? And Is I it listened a to that Barstool show. Barstool Sports? Mm. Yeah. It's Barstool Sports, but here's what's interesting about it. So they have like a girl show, which that makes sense because they're like, hey, girl show for our Barstool girls. Mm. Um, but it's just one host, and she's like the girl from your high school who you hope you don't run into again, which you would expect, but she knows how to fill time. Huh. She just sits and soaks up the mic and just rants about how she like wishes she was done sex too. It's crazy. Yeah, so she's like Eliza Schlesinger type. Yeah, but Eliza Schlesinger, I mean, like she's got to write and stuff. This girl, like at any moment, you could be like, "We need two hours from you," and she's like, "Got it." Hey, Daddy Gang, I'm back in Boca and I'm looking to get railed, and that's like an hour of of your life gone. Yeah, well, I mean, so you and I like to, we all are people here who like to make people laugh, but there's a certain kind of brain disease where you're like, it's not about making people laugh, it's just about me, period. And like that, it's like a special kind of narcissism. That's what, and that's what Taylor Swift is doing, and that's why... That's why we're jealous of her. Are you saying you just want me to take balling out in that direction where I'm just like, hey, piss pigs, guess what? I have a UTI, and I can't wait to tell you why. Let's go. <laughs> Katie, everyone would love this. If you've been when, sitting on this the whole time. <laughs> it all started when he sensually put on his wrist guard. and i'm like did you watch that and he's like baby this is daytona beach you know i didn't watch it and i was like "Ah, i'm just a fun slut who loves hating on other women i'm assuming because it's barstool sports right like i yeah i would assume that's a big part of it I, i could learn more i could learn more about it okay is that why you're trying to pivot to women content today I just want to make some cash. I do love okay. Alex is like, what do women like? The moon. No, I like <laughs> learning about Alex's psyche through these exercises. I also wrote stuffed animals. <laughs> 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 
Unfortunately, I have more to say about that than the moon, but... Oh, that's too bad, because now it's time to recap Dragon Ball Z Kai, episode 45. Should I do an ad first, or...? Yeah, I'll put some music there. Hey, gang! Wow, 2020, what a year. A lot of stuff didn't happen that we thought was going to. Bummer summer. But guess what? Just because Jeremy had a baby doesn't mean me and Alex don't have needs, such as rent and basic health care, trying to breathe, trying to make you quality content, Crunchyroll subscription, VRV subscription, <laughs> Nintendo subscription. My I would like a baby. My prescription for birth control to prevent babies. Feeding my frog. All this and more are some of the costs of living, even in 2021. But guess what? I have a solution. It's patreon.com slash BOSPod. And for only $5 a month, you can get more of this quality Katie and Alex vampire <laughs> content that I know you love so much. Uh, we've been doing G Gundam for so long that my ass has gone numb with rage. And we are so close to being done, so please don't make my time in the G Gundam mines a worthless endeavor. $5 a month, baby, let's go! Also, I think we might still have t shirts, so check that out. <laughs> Not my best one, sorry, fellas. Next time. If we have t shirts, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> I will send you if you subscribe. I will send you one of my many New York Rangers shirts that make it <laughs> look like I love the cops because it just keeps saying United in Blue or Blue. Oh man, yeah, they have the worst branding. <laughs> it's real 2014 bad. playoffs, a good year. It was yeah. I don't know if I like them anymore now that my handsome man went away. <laughs> You know, rangers are a type of cop. That's <laughs> yeah. true. That's true. Wow, Alex. That's the kind of wit and repartee that you can find even more of behind the paywall for only $5 a month on patreon.com slash BOSpod. But speaking of quality content, who's ready to talk about Dragon Ball Z? Kai. I am. I think we did a great job. This <laughs> transitioned seamlessly from Taylor Swift. Yeah, <laughs> I think we're doing great. In a way, Goku is the Taylor Swift of the Saiyans. <laughs> you know who wears t-shirts while you wear short skirts and is a cheer captain while you're in the bleachers? It's Goku. See, Taylor Swift also hates women, but that's a whole other thing. That, but that's another episode. Although I have... Okay, never mind. I've heard a, a theory that maybe she is a secret lesbian, which would actually explain a lot. <laughs> But, yeah, what's uh, she hiding? A lot. She wears a lot of plaid. She does wear a lot of bright lead lipstick. Okay. Which means so she's... maybe that's something. What do you think she? I feel like some women are so basic that they have to be gay. <laughs> like it's just like <laughs> I just. It circles around still, like that. I can see it. I'm still working out the details, but it's just a gut feeling I have. It's. I'm Listener, writing. you can't see into Katie's room. There's a cork board with uh, <laughs> uh, the words I'm gay working. and question mark. And... There's a dissertation here, and I'm working on it. Anyway, hey, guys. Let's 
dive into episode 45 of Dragon Ball Z Kai. The title of this episode is KO Ken Times 20 All or Nothing Kamehameha. That's a lot of KO Ken. Here's the thing I need to get into this episode up top, mostly fighting, so I don't really. I'm going to do my best to talk about it, but. You know, there's not a lot going on. <laughs> well, there's a lot of emotions, and that's something we can discuss. This episode makes a lot more sense if you think about it less as, like, a, a, a battle and, like, a boss fight and more as, like, just a prolonged, like, S&M dungeon session between Frieza yes. and Goku. It had yes. a lot of vibes that were, like... Yo, so this, I'm, this is the first time I've watched the Frieza-Goku battle as, like, a grown person who's done a lot of perverted shit as opposed to just being a really horny repressed 13 year old Mm -hmm. and I was like wow I don't I thought up until this point Dragon Ball hadn't done anything to me like that I was off being weird uh, due to other programs but I'm like maybe it did because there is so much just like choking and like calling people a naughty boy in this (laughs) it's fucked up let's get into it so where did the Lord Frieza touch you Please point on the action figure where Lord Frieza touched you. Um, another thing heart. is, as we know, it, Kai is a re-edit, and sometimes it's great, and sometimes that means things happen very abruptly, including the start and end of this episode. <laughs> it's, yeah! It starts, so last week, uh, Ginyu, Captain Ginyu, the shape-shifting dancing demon from Frieza Force, he was in a frog, and then he tricked Bulma via some wacky shenanigans to go inside Bulma, and Bulma was in the frog. Now, I know we established this last show, but the literal first shot of this episode is Ginyu inside Bulma being like, Hey, I'm fucking Ginyu here! Change! <laughs> He's screaming at Piccolo because he wants to crawl inside his throat, and Gohan throws a frog at him. So that plot point, taken care of, fellas. Bulma's they invested Bulma so heavily into frogs to just throw it away That's all- in under 30 seconds into this episode. Why bother? Why isn't there just a whole episode that's just the frog plot? <laughs> I would have loved Why that. Why would you break that up? <laughs> you know, I love I'm here for frog content, I have baby. notes. I have notes for the studio. <laughs> uh, talk about the 90s. <laughs> notes. <laughs> I, think it, I think it was a good topic. I have no regrets. I, I've lived a life of no regrets. That's also how Jeremy's so- baby was born. Similar sort of. <laughs> In the 90s? <laughs> no, the frog inside. Okay, fine. Oh, I'm he not, put his nasty not, frog no, into his wife, no, you're saying? No, 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 I'm not. I Once there's a... No, let's flesh this out. <laughs> once there's a literal baby involved, we can't do that. I Unfortunately... Come yes, on! I know I called the baby an Italian slur <laughs> at one point on the show, but Jeremy said it was funny, so it's fine. Okay. As, right. as a quarter Italian myself, I was deeply offended. So, um, oh my god. This show's gonna get so weird, but also probably make more sense. Uh, Italian pride. (laughs) Small sandwiches. I love them. Uh, (laughs) So he throws the frog at Bulma. Bulma's Bulma again. She's like, oh, look at my dainty little feet. Find me on OnlyFans. I'm Bulma. And Krillin's like, shut the fuck up. We're at war. 
Could you imagine how much money Bulma would make on OnlyFans? She would be a top 1% for sure. By God, everyone would be on that immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know what? Honestly, God bless. It's like finding (laughs) out your childhood babysitter made an OnlyFans. She fills that role for so many adult men in America. Oh, yeah. Well, I can say with absolute certainty that there are girls on OnlyFans dressing up as Bulma and doing custom, like, CBT like role play. I gotta go, guys. But uh, (laughs) David, if you've learned nothing, is you can look these things up while we're on the mic. (laughs) Yeah, it's totally fine. You guys just see me through the Zoom with a huge erection all of a sudden. (laughs) Oh my god! Do not pull a tubing on my fucking podcast, David. We are friends. If you need to go jerk it, we will simply pause. You are we our hear guest your clunky for the next whole room episode. microphone just picking up your jack off session <laughs> <laughs> with all the reverb. No, 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 no. <laughs> clunk, clunk. Anyway, Bulma can't believe she's Bulma. She smacks Krillin a little bit, but he's like, get the fuck out of here. Goku and Frieza, they fight. Frieza it's just owning Goku. Yeah, he gets him. He slaps him with his tail. He gives him an elbow. He gives him a weird kick with his weird three-toe icky foot. He volleyballs him into the dirt. Uh, I there's have a note. blood and rocks are flying and there's punching. Yes, you I brought this up many times before, but Frieza's tail changes the most shapes I have ever seen it change this episode. I think... It is like, uh, I think it's probably more like a like a tendon or something like that. Cause yeah, it's definitely not solid. Oh, it definitely fills with blood, and we've <laughs> talked about how it's like a penis, but it gets long this episode. It's like twenty feet long for one so shot. <laughs> certain amphibians can like puff themselves up and stuff to try and make them look bigger for defense purposes, and Frieza's the most powerful amphibian in the universe. So. It does look slimy. Some amphibians yeah. will shave the area around the tail to make it appear bigger. David! Mm. That's a right lie. Inside. That's a damn lie. <laughs> the only thing keeping me from thinking Frieza is an amphibian is that I'm always looking at him naked and he has an entire human bone structure. Well, he has like human muscles all over his body. Makes him so powerful. I thought that was, I yeah. noticed that in the episode, I thought it was so funny that there's an alien with abs. Yeah, it is pretty funny. So uh, It makes you feel bad. <laughs> There's a big blast from the fight, and Bulma goes flying, and you're like, bye, Bulma, enjoy your plot point. Meanwhile, Frieza still is fucking up Goku, and he's, like, kicking him all over the place, and then he stops to smirk, and he puts two fingers to the sky, and you're like, are you dabbing? Are you pouring one out? No. It's a big old purple beam that slices so hard it it goes through the planet and makes a like a trench in the ocean and he's like just a reminder i'm frieza i destroy planets for fun it's a sharp beam because our other example of a sharp beam is destructo disc which is yeah pointy circle but this is pointy line i guess i think frieza is so basic he has to be gay no (laughs) not frieza (laughs) Frieza's 
genderless and I but I will say Frieza is kind of basic but in the most maniacal way ever. Mm. He's like, What do you mean you no longer make green tea frappuccinos? <laughs> cool, 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 cool. I will see you on Yelp. <laughs> I think Fri- Frieza Frieza is one of the characters who seems so transparently gay that of course you have to learn later that he's been straight the whole time. Well, yeah, I think he's like like uh, one of those pickup artist dudes, like mystery. Right, he's like mystery or, or like Prince, where you're just like you just are you just want fuck everything. Like you're yeah. like whatever. It's like uh, you're just the fanciest man. Listen here, monkeys, I would die for you. <laughs> But only if you want me to. Me JK, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> um, so he slices everything up, and then everyone's like, oh, wow, Frieza's so so powerful. And Goku's like, "That that's some technique. Well, that's something. And then I'm Goku. Frieza has a lot of good monologues in this episode. He's like, not to be a bore, but I could just kill you. Like, I killed Planet Vegeta. Do you remember when I killed your entire race? That was a thing. Just to reiterate this plot point, I killed all your people, and now I'm killing more people and you. Great. Thank you for catching up with your he favorite. He does a clap thing at him. Yeah. He does a clap thing. Frieza's- the thing about Frieza is you remember, the one thing anybody remembers from this fight is Goku is going to go Super Saiyan and then kill Frieza. What I'd forgotten is that Frieza taunts him and keeps him alive for like this huge extended period of time that would have been very one-sided if he just killed him. And he kind of has it coming. And I don't want to be that guy, but I think he may be... I don't. I don't want to spit on someone while they're down, but I think he kind of deserves it. Maybe. Oh, Frieza, are you saying that Lord Frieza deserves to be killed? Alex, all lives matter. Okay. No, Fre- I'd, Frieza. Frieza has that. family. Okay. What no. about Lord Cooler, wherever the fuck his name is? That's his son. Okay. His son may be a Frieza, but that's still a person. Cooler is his brother, Katie. Whatever. <laughs> King Cold is his father, and they're all different sized Frieza's. I'm sorry, you're right. How, how can I forget King Cold? This is the, such a good name. It's so stupid. <laughs> it sticks in the memory. It's so, like uh, if your name was like Mr. Hip Hop or something. <laughs> so, uh, you know, Goku's mad, and Frieza is laughing at him, and Fr- Goku's realizing he cannot win. And Krillin, you know, and Gohan are like, no. <laughs> Piccolo is such a doomer in this episode. He's it. taking the black pill. I know every shot of Piccolo in this episode is like, there's absolutely nothing we can do. We are going to lose. <laughs> Goku, can't Gohan, win. I voted for Jill Stein again. <laughs> I wish I was dead, Gohan. <laughs> Gohan, did you bring the tie pod? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, on North Kai, Yamcha and Tien are like, oh, fuck, Goku's gonna lose. And then King Kai's like, he's gonna lose. And then he cries a bunch. Good check It's a in. good time to cry. I mean, it seems pretty bleak. This is like last call for normal human reactions before we all become weird, traumatized people with walls up like all the z 
people are having somewhat normal reactions, but they're slowly getting like Goku's gone. He's already horny for fighting. This yeah. is the beginning of the horny for fighting, not for human life thing. He caught a space disease. But everyone else is like slowly starting to lose it. Um, so Frieza announces. There's good news and there's bad news. The good news is, I'm going to keep you alive. The bad news is, I'm still going to kill you. And we're like, yes, we've been watching the show. Oh my god, Frieza, shut up. Once again, Goku repeats that he has to do the KO Ken times 20. And then he does a bunch of fight math where he's like, if Frieza is 50% power right now and I do a KO can times 20. <laughs> if Frieza leaves in a train going eastward at 50 miles per hour and I go off on KO can times 20, and then he can't do it because he's Goku. He never went to school. And that's just I, one of those naturally funny things. You know, I do respect that Toriyama does, like, the opposite of Star Trek, where, like, every time Star Trek introduces stuff, they try to keep, like, continuity with the science, and they're like, there's a whole world of fake science here. Toriyama's like, yeah, I don't know. Now it's this much power. I don't give a fuck. We're making it yeah. up as we go along. I'm just, it's, a so, it's a show for babies. What do you want? David... What what was the last episode you saw of this show? I feel like this one had some like juicy stuff going. Uh, I don't remember the last episode I saw of Dragon Ball. To be honest with you, the last few times I was here Selfish. was uh, Gundam. Oh right, yeah. yeah. We've been locking David up behind the paywall. Yeah. We He's bury too you beneath a bushel wild basket. Wild and out of control to keep on. The main show. We don't know if the FCC is going to shut us down ever since his guest spot on Daddy's Girl. This man can't be tamed. I was the one who uh, got the call her Daddy Girl to uh, le to lead an honorable life and join a monastery. Oh, man, that's a lot of money left on the table. <laughs> That'd be great if she joined, like she became a nun but kept hosting the podcast and just tried to get it going. <laughs> Do you know who I praise today, Daddy Gang? I'll tell you his name. It's JC, okay? The only knob I'm going to slobber on is that holy that <laughs> communion wafer I call Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm not afraid to suck on the lamb. <laughs> I have to find my inhaler. Y'all are killing me today. This is still less gross than that show actually is, though. Yeah, Don't listen like, to it. It made me sad. It sounds like a venereal <laughs> disease. I mean, it's just like... Daddy gang. You ever know a girl in high school that got an infected belly button ring? Yes. Mm. I feel like that's her show. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> But my, <laughs> the best part of it is that they have like uh, they have like hot guys from around the world that she interviews. Like the mm -hmm. episode I listened to, she was in England, and she was asking like a, a straight chap how he w wears gets the confidence to wear his cap in the morning. Ooh. Katie, so you can hear from cool guys too. It's not just a Katie. Movie. Could we hear a little bit of Frieza if he were the host of Call Her Daddy? Hello, my little piggies. It's another episode of Frieza's You May Call Me Daddy. The other day, I was going hog wild in Atlantic City with all my 
Bella Freezer forces, and you'll never believe how white girl wasted I got. <laughs> I was dancing on the pool table at Trump's Atlantic, and that's when the security guard tried to take me away from getting tw- twisted. But I knew what would shut him up. My mouth. <laughs> I, I just wiggled my little tail in his mouth, and I said, you have no idea how powerful I am. This is only 50% of my fingers. <laughs> okay. David asked for that impression <laughs> like he was speaking to a possessed person. <laughs> <laughs> Can we hear from Lisa as called me? I started, like, foaming at the mouth. I'm like, no, not again. Not again. This is why we called the Long Island Medium. Um, anyway, back to our Z-Boys. Uh, you know, Frieza is uh, mad and b- waiting for Goku to fight. So he then starts fucking up Goku so bad and he's moving so quickly we can't even see him. Classic Dragon Ball Where'd shit. He go? And this is where some tail throwing happens, where he's like swinging Goku around and throwing him with his tail. And then he like shoots through the earth like a mole missile. And like, <laughs> I don't even know how to describe that, where he's like shooting through the. It's ground. like a mole missile. I thought you really nailed it on the first try. <laughs> hey, Waffles. Oh, my this God. This is Luna. Oh, oh, Luna never lets me see her. I can only see her through the safety of. of <laughs> the internet. You can see her on the cell phone. Um, swish, swish. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Goku's all fucked up. He's on the ground. And he stands up because he's such a proud warrior. But he, he o- only has so much power. And he faints. And he's leaning on Frieza's shoulder. He leans on Frieza. That was so cute. Do yeah. you think they'll get together? I hope so. I feel like they have chemistry. They're a way better match than him and (laughs) Chi-Chi. Well, we'll get to that because there is a thing that happens with Chi-Chi in this episode that made me lose my mind. It was so funny. Uh, So he... We're getting there. He starts to choke Goku with his tail, which has, like, the BDSM vibes David brought up earlier. There's a lot of, like, he's, like, choking him. He's like, don't faint now, little boy. Here, have an ice chip. You're such a good little boy. And you don't get a safety word. <laughs> he throws him into the sky, and then he falls deep into the water, which is a move we have seen over and over again in this fight. And he starts to swim up, uh, and then... Frieza throws a bunch of beams at his head. There's beams in the water, like smoke on the water. And beams in the water. <laughs> Goku, I am not going to make you come, but I'm going to get you to the point where you're about to come, and then I am going to stop. <laughs> Frieza then waterboards him. He puts his little fish foot on Goku's head and keeps him in the water and he's like I know you can hold your breath I've seen you with my tail in your (laughs) mouth Goku faints while he's being held underwater and then like a beautiful lady starts singing la 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 and uh, there's a crane shot of all the craters they've put in the ground and that's when he thinks about Krillin, he has like a fantasy about Krillin being dead, and he's like, no, Krillin. And no. then he starts thinking of his loved ones dying. And the first thing he thinks of is Chi-Chi. Mm. And he goes, no, Chi-Chi. And instead of a shot of Chi-Chi being like his loving wife, it's just like a flashback of her <laughs> <laughs> Right. Well, 
Well, that's what you're gonna remember is when she caught you leaving the house with the uh, with the same shoes you wear inside. It's just like a montage of her rightfully being super pissed at her. She's like, "You've taken my best years, all my wealth. You don't let me fight anymore. You abuse our son." <laughs> Ah, such a bitch! <laughs> as in death, as in life. You know what stuck out to uh, me from this, though, is that they had the whole shot of Krillin dead, and then they cut to Chi-Chi, and they're like, and here's some Chi-Chi being Chi-Chi. <laughs> We're not going to show you a dead woman and ruin this show for you. <laughs> I just saw it in well, Goku's head. He's like, I have to save the world because of my bitch wife. <laughs> my bitch wife says I have to save the world or she won't give me birthday sex. It was either this or make a shelf. If Frieza destroys the planet, who's gonna get mad at me for no reason? <laughs> so, yeah, he thinks about all his homies, Master Roche, Pawar for some reason. Oh, what if they got Dr. Briefs. Pawar can be any woman you choose, and Goku. And then the Earth explodes. That is a good point. Yeah, he's... Puar is the ultimate sexy lady. <laughs> Puar and Oolong really got it going on. That's true. There was a sequence uh, that was the, the Goku remembered the movie as good as it gets, but they cut it out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was good. If but you don't like it, you're the problem. <laughs> that's, that's what, what makes Goku him says. open his eyes. He's he's so enraged. Uh, he's like so Jack, mad, dog, after thinking about his angry wife dying. Jack Nicholson is one of the funniest actors of our generation. <laughs> He yells for Gokan and Chi-Chi and some other stuff. And he won't give up. And I I gotta fucking... I gotta do it. I gotta do it. So he Go finds off. the strength in himself to pull off a KO Ken times 20. That's a lot of KO Kens. And, you know, this did make me miss Jeremy because he literally goes, do not mess with my friends. Literal line he from the show. He stole that from Jeremy. <laughs> they made Goku Italian for this one episode. During Hanukkah, no less. I know it didn't air now, but they know we're watching it now. What if Goku, Italian Goku, Italian Vegeta, they're kind of like the Cuomo brothers. Oh... That makes sense, cause yeah. uh, Goku can't be Andrew. He does. He's not like a power broker that way. Vegeta's definitely. Vegeta's just giving Andrew. like a press conference every day about Frieza. Can you guys right. man for a second while I go blow my nose so I don't? Sure. Oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh oh fuck! <laughs> All right, Daddy Gang. Katie's gone. <laughs> we can talk about girl stuff. Okay, Daddy Gang, if Goku and Vegeta were Andrew and Chris Cuomo, which one would be which? I happen to think Vegeta would be Andrew Cuomo because he's slightly more cruel. On the other hand, I can't imagine Goku getting worked up over being Afredo. Can you? I mean, imagine that. I have a sooner time imagining getting my hole ripped into, like last week in Boca. Sorry, I said it. Buy me a shirt. I don't care. Oh, wow. Oh. Are we getting some more call me daddy? Yeah. Whenever you're gone, Daddy's... it's daddy gang all the way. Da it's oh. daddy gang. We're starting our new podcast. <laughs> call us daddy. Call us daddies with Alex and David. The most uh, uh, ambitious project I ever took on is 
do you guys familiar with the sponge called the the scrub daddy yes it's a sponge with a smiley face called scrub daddy spelled d-a-d-d-y and when i first moved back to new york i was very depressed about comedy because no one was booking me because i i don't know i wasn't cool enough or whatever you weren't described so i yeah so i started (laughs) rampant I realized no one had the Twitter account Scrub Daddy, spelled D-A-D-D-I-E. So I made a fake Scrub Daddy account, and I was just telling, like, celebrities to go wash themselves and to call me Daddy and, like, did you need a daddy until I got a cease and desist. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) What did Uh, it for you? Do you remember? Um, oh, God. I think because I started... Did you, message Tom Cruise or something? Uh, I did. I I messaged anyone who was trending. I fucking Milo just a and daddy Miley. in need of love. It's yeah. funny to imagine, anyway. like, uh, let's say, like, a woman who murdered her husband, and she's like scrubbing up all the blood off the floor, but it's a scrub daddy uh sponge. Okay, yeah, Casey Anthony scrub daddy. <laughs> Ooh, that's that's that, timely. They should put us on sketch. SNL. That's a sketch. You know what else is a sketch? K.O. Ken times 20. He does it. Now that's a sketch. Do not mess with my friends, Goku says. It's bad for your body. He punches Frieza a bunch, and then he does a Kamehameha. It's so bright. And Frieza goes, Ah! There's a big explosion. Oh, fuck. It's so bright. And stones are... Falling from the sky, and Goku's panting, and oh my god, Frieza's so pissed, dog. He's so pissed that he got Kamehameha. He did block it though, and Goku's like, "Oh, Fuck. all for naught, I guess." Yeah, it turns. Give out, me the black pill. It turns out he's fine, and Goku's like, "I guess he wasn't lying. I should have just believed him." <laughs> I'm gonna go start doing fentanyl with Piccolo. <laughs> Yeah, Krillin goes, fuck, oh, fuck, and, like, Gohan's like, Dad's energy's dropping, and Piccolo's like, that's right, Goku's dead as fuck, Gohan! Call me Daddy Gohan! (laughs) Frieza's mad because he's never actually had to work before, and now he actually has to do his job, and it's like, I kind of get it, you know? It's like, yeah, he's been really privileged, and he hadn't really had to work before, but it's like, if you're used to not working all this time, and then you have to, like, answer some emails, it's a pain in the ass, so he's like... It's kind of like the the movie Billy Elliot, in a way. It's kind of like what that was about. So Frieza's like, that was too close for comfort. You know, I'm gonna kill you, you filthy Saiyan... And he goes like, back to his default move of going 100 miles an hour into something with his head. <laughs> yeah, he headbutts Goku really hard. In the face. Uh, everyone's like, no, Goku. He kicks Goku some more, and then he kicks him in the face, and in the water again. He loves waterboring him. There's a really bad drawing here of the, like, There's a cool dra- tail shot. Did you like the tail shot? I like the tail shot, but there's, like, a drawing of, like, Goku facing Frieza and like dying and it literally looks like it was drawn on MS Paint. It's insane. Yeah, there's one frame where Goku is Homestar Runner and you're like, that's not Goku. Yeah. That's Homestar Runner. Uh, Goku... Frieza's the cheat. You know, Frieza tail whips him a bunch. Goku's like, I'm tired. <laughs> and uh, Frieza then starts to rant, I'm so glad I killed all those Saiyans. Genocide is fun. And um, that's when 
uh, Goku disassociates and has a weird sexual dream about naked yeah. Vegeta. Yeah, he imagines what if Vegeta was here and <laughs> dripping there, naked. There's no reason that Vegeta is naked in this hallucination at all. It's so weird. He imagines several other people fully clothed, but Vegeta is just sweating. <laughs> yeah, he has this like weird, like you know, Obi Wan Kenobi moment where he's like, "Ah, you have to fight, but I have to all Saiyans, Goku." But yeah, for some reason, Vegeta is buck naked with his tail out, and it's very let's, sexual. Let's Vegeta is like great. the blood of our entire species flows through your veins, Goku. And he's like slowly stroking his penis for some reason. I was about to say, it is like throbbing <laughs> monkey. <laughs> and, and I've got a present for you for Hanukkah, Kakarot. Yeah, he's like, feel your blood, get mad. He killed all of us. It sucks. My father, your Vegeta's father. Vegeta's stroking his nipples like, while he says all that. <clears throat> He turns into a little Vegeta for a moment, like Prince Vegeta. He's like, I am a child now, and now I'm naked, and now I'm my dad, and you gotta fucking kill him. And it's funny because it's supposed to be this, like, big dramatic thing about, like, your legacy of your people. And then Goku snaps out of it and says, uh, I didn't grow up on Planet Vegeta, but, like, I can see what you're trying to say. <laughs> it's, like, really dismissive. While I am removed from your culture, I get it, says Goku with a cry. And then Frieza's annoyed because Goku's literally spacing out on him. And he's yeah, like, he pay attention, numb nuts. He slaps Goku with a power beam. Vegeta. Oh, yeah. And that's when he's like, Vegeta, I'm from Earth. But like, I read some books. I don't know. Uh, I took a Saiyan studies course. Uh, I'm Frieza not culturally says, Saiyan. I don't really practice. <laughs> Yeah, I don't practice Saiyans. I'm like, I light the Saiyan candles every year, but uh, I'm not, you know, I'm wearing a face mask when I'm out and about. (laughs) He goes, stop talking and make this fun. And he's like, you've killed too many people, Frieza. It's rude. And he's like, stop toying with me. And then the episode abruptly finishes. Like, the right. animation isn't even done with this little sequence. It's just like, stop toying with... Oh, we're fighting. It's the credits for some reason. Alyssa was in the room uh, while I was watching this, and she was eating something, half paying attention, and when he said that line, it cut to credits even across the room. She went, is that it? Mm-hmm. So th- that's how abrupt this is, is even if you weren't watching, you would be surprised it ended. Well, the, the animators yeah, got so really worked weird. up with, like, Dominatrix, Frieza, and then Naked Vegeta. They just had nowhere to go from there, and they had to, like, take some time to, to tube it. Right. That's like, <laughs> when, when you finish, you don't, you don't necessarily watch the rest of the <laughs> It ends where it ends. <laughs> This is a podcast for Jewish women. <laughs> and as a Jewish woman, I would like to ask you guys to rate this episode out of seven Dragon Balls. Alex? Thanks for having me on, Katie. Uh, it was a big one for me. I had forgotten how much pain Goku takes. And it's a whole lot of pain. And I enjoyed watching that because uh, I'm so used to him dishing him out, I forget how much he has to take it. Yeah. But there were some low moments, too. Definitely not an all-timer, but it was pretty good. good. And I'm going to give it five out of seven Dragon Balls. 
All right, David Spector. All right, so yeah, I agree with Alex that this episode definitely, like, it wasn't a home run. There were definitely, like, highs and lows. Uh, the fight scenes were kind of, even for Dragon Ball, kind of paced a little odd. However, it really did stick it to Chi Chi. So I'm going to give it seven Dragon Balls. <laughs> Fuck you, David. No. No. <laughs> David, Jeremy's going to be gone a long time. So I want you to think about what you're saying right now. <laughs> okay. Okay. Six and a half. Six and a half Dragon Balls. There we go. All right. I love that I because my headphones died and I can't hear you that well. <laughs> Uh, I'm also going to give it five out of seven. I, there was a lot of stuff I really liked, and I did love Chi-Chi's mad face as well, but there was the editing was real weird on this one, and I think it's one of the examples of Kai not successfully setting out what it went to do. Um, should we do an email? Are we emailers? We can't break our tradition. Okay. Hold I'll on. get it up. Okay, okay, ready? Thank you, Alex. It's time for Dragon Okay, everybody, we have a hot new email from Nihilism the Millennial Philosophy, which is a name you can give yourself on Gmail, I guess. Nihilism the Millennial Philosophy. That is too many letters for an email, friend. That was Cedric the Entertainer's first draft. I respect that you gave yourself a title. Uh, Clear your calendar because this is going to be a long one. Oh, God. (laughs) I tapped out on Ballin' Out Super because I've watched zero episodes of Dragon Ball Super. Dragon Ball Z, I actually seen episodes of. Speaking of the different shows, it's kind of wild that Z is where Goku's whole try and de-escalate situation strategy that he's been pulling in original Dragon Ball stops working. Yamcha, Tien, and Piccolo were all antagonists at first. This is a this is a uh, introductory uh, paragraph, so the, we didn't get to the question yet. Okay, so it's a paragraph two. Anyway, since there's about 140 episodes of the podcast I didn't watch, do you recall going over all the ways that the show could be better? Like, my initial idea was having someone dig underneath whoever they're fighting and just firing a beam through all that rock. Or like a beam that doesn't fade away immediately, like the spirit bomb does. You could kick people into it or grind their face off like Spider-Man did to Sandman in that third movie everybody loves. (laughs) Sorry if you've already got over this kind of stuff in an earlier episode. Fusions are the best transformations in this series. And lastly, do you think that if they put Senzu beams and Dragon Balls in the hyperbolic time chamber, they'd grow faster? Slash reset their timer in one day. And then there's no sign-off. Okay. It's a lot in here. Mm. One, we cover every possible Dragon Ball question during our original, like, 300-episode super run. So if you're saying... Sorry if you already covered this. We probably did, but good for you. We usually record in a fugue state, so I can't definitively I respect your ambition in writing in anyway, knowing that we for sure covered your question. (laughs) Essentially, this email is, have you guys ever considered talking about Dragon Ball Z on your podcast? (laughs) (laughs) Well, what are some ways we could make the show better? I guess that we'll answer that. Dragon Ball Super better or Dragon Ball Z? I, the question was about Super. Uh, super is dog shit because everyone, there's like no consequences and the stakes are too big. 
That's why I didn't like it. So I think we just got to bring it back old school. Bring back train robbers or something. Yeah, <laughs> make, make them dance. I would retool the show so it had Kevin Jade Smith in it. Or uh-huh. Kevin Jades. Kevin and then Jades. it'd be more of like Why a Bob. Bob Asheroff? Yeah. <laughs> it would be like if Goku were Kevin Jades. And he worked for USPS. And Lei Ramini was his wife instead of Chi Chi Ramini. Mm, mm. Ooh, this, I'd watch that. That sounds great. That sounds amazing. Um, A- I think my change would be when Goku's killed by that gun in the middle. <laughs> Just double down on that. Everyone gets guns now. <laughs> yeah, they're doing More shootouts. Guns. Bring guns back, because there's a lot of like guns and helicopters and stuff in original Dragon Ball. Because it was before they had superpowers, except for when Goku turned into a monkey, and it was just about like martial arts. Yeah, just make better guns. I understand they're powerful, but I just want to see, like, oozy go tanks. And the answer about the hyperbolic time chamber, I don't know about the Dragon Balls, but the beans would definitely grow faster, right? Because it's like, you know, like a day in the hyperbolic time chamber is a year, right? It's worth a month in town. Bulma should host a podcast about getting railed. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, she that would. wasn't in the question <laughs> <laughs> anyway thanks for writing thanks in for Mille- writing. nihilism the millennial philosophy and if you guys want us to have be- to us to befuddly answer your question please email us at ballingoutsuper at gmail.com yeah if you want more answers on how things could have Kevin James in them please write to us <laughs> we got answers we're real Jamestown massacre over here <laughs> We're real Jamestown Massacre heads. Um, let's get some plugs in and call it, shall we? Plug a plug a choo choo. All right. Uh, you can find me at Spector DeForce on Twitter or at Raw Spectuality on Instagram. And soon I will be uh, have a podcast of my own that's going to focus exclusively on personal essays people write for the Huffington Post. So I pray it's real. If you like this podcast. Uh, mine will have nothing to do with it. <laughs> what a wide take, David. I'm fascinated. We we uh, are banned from discussing as good as it gets on David's podcast. <laughs> you can find me at Twitter at Katie Rose on Instagram at Oh Hello Katie Rose. Please watch Last Words on the Pit for metal talk and news this week. We're having Trevor Strand from Black Dahlia Murder back on to discuss his holiday special. You them all. It's going to be fun, dudes. All right. I like this cool Katie showing up. What you doing smoking jazz cigarettes? Uh, oh, no, I have not. I'm just doing, doing my thing, Katie. Tell me about your plugs. Uh, my one plug this week and for all time is for you to listen to the hit show Theater of Delights, which I work on like I'm being paid a lot of money, despite the fact I'm not. Please listen to it. It's his baby, and it's very funny. Season two out now in surround sound. Electric Boogaloo. I guess not out now. Out Wednesday in surround sound. What do you want? What do you want from me? I'm what exhausted. It's the end of show. Well, thanks, guys. That's the end. I forgot how Jeremy ends this. And I'll never see you at the post office. Super! Super!